welcome. I'm Victoria Schnepps, and I am the publisher of Schnepps Media. And today, our Power Woman podcast with the one and only Cynthia Davis, who is the CEO of Scrap It. And we're going to learn what Scrap It is. So welcome, <laughs> Cynthia. How are you today? Hi, Vicki. How are you? I'm doing wonderful today. Thank you so much for having me. Well, I'm glad we caught up with you and we were able to have an opportunity to chat a little bit about you, your life, your family, your work. And I wanted to start with your beginnings. Yeah. What or who influenced you to help you become the great success you are today? So I would say uh, my brother, because he was always very entrepreneurial. He'll be selling lollipops, selling different things and always wanting to learn more and everything. And just like my parents are from Haiti. So it's like they had a language barrier. So we were always teaching them basically. And so uh, my brother was always learning and then I always started to wanting to learn different things that he was learning because I'm his little sister. and he taught me a lot of different things and like I see it them in the future now and they are they help they helped like since I was younger well I think you know when you it's a, what they call a role model he was your role model mm-hmm. of the thinking yeah. that you know he just did it right exactly, exactly. so tell me he how you got mature into- for his age mm-hmm. uh, well they say some people have old souls so, yes one of those and they're mature beyond their years exactly so tell me about how you started this business of scrap it okay yes so me and my husband we were going together uh in college in Farmingdale and we were asked to join a competition it was uh, multi-disciplinaries I was a bioscience major and he's a business management major and it was to solve an energy issue or solve a world problem. And so we were in a group together and we just like put this together with like two other students and we ended up winning first um, first prize. It was like a thousand dollars. And then we're like, oh, this is pretty cool. So it was like PSAG um, judges and some other people. And we were like, this is pretty cool. So, you know, maybe we should continue with this. His business professor, started to enroll us in other competitions and we kept winning and then we basically bootstrapped the the company with all the winnings that we got and I was like working as a nurse and he was finishing his degree and then I stopped working as a nurse because I was like fully in the business and um everything just went so fast and it was during like the pandemic that this all was going on and so you know what we do is we're an eco-friendly junk removal company and we're also building an app so we connect customers to movers and haulers and like the most eco-friendly one or maybe the cheapest one the closest one but our mission is to decrease the growth of landfills so we donate mo- a lot of items we have garage sales, things like that. We find women's shelters, things like most of the things like that. And we find a lot of good things and it doesn't end up in the landfill. It's like they get diverted from there. That, that's like a main thing because 
China has like a sword policy where they're not accepting our stuff. So, you know, now where is it going? You know, so we have to think about that because we have to think about our grandkids and everyone, the world, and, you know, and we want to have air to breathe. So this like pushed us to do more for the, like the world. So when you had those competitions, I'm trying to picture what exactly what you did and what you're doing now that our public listeners, people can hear and understand and maybe want to do business with you. So we were actually developing an app where, where we're going to be, is going to be a scrap it app and we're going to have the customers connect with eco-friendly haulers and it's going to be like the uber of junk removal basically you take a picture of the items that you want removed and then it'll connect you to the nearest hauler which is like a mover and you can choose and then you can see you can pick and choose you tell them all the information and then it will in real time tell you when they're coming and you can see when they're coming and and then also you can see where they dropped off your items so that's very interesting to me that um you then can choose because you're seeing the picture is there someone who say no no this is not what we collect because you must be very specific about the kinds of things you can collect oh definitely so that's why we actually got into the fields before we started doing the app but like at first we started with the app and we were like no we need to get into the field and see exactly what's going on so for two years we were in the field and we hired other people to be in the field and now we understand it there's so much different factors that affect it you know the stairs the elevators different items like it it is like a multi-dimensional aspect so now that we understand it we're able to develop that more efficient so but tell me what it is are the things that you take what, what are the oh, kinds take, of things you um, take? House, household goods, we take clothes, we take scrap metal, we take everything except propane tanks. Interesting. Okay, so it's not just metal things, it's really soft things yeah. as well as hard things. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Furniture, yeah. everything. Mm-hmm. We do estate so cleanouts, we do office cleanouts. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, you know, that, wait a second, you know, I'm just thinking we just moved out of our office and I just think of all the leftover desks and the leftover credenzas. So, I mean, don't you have a lot of things left over that you have to store? Do you have a storage unit now too? Oh yes, we have storage facilities all over the city. We're based in Long Island, but we work mostly in Brooklyn. So we have a lot of our clients are in Brooklyn. So we have storage centers all over. And so we have the centers to sort the items. So um, in between all of this, you have two beautiful sons, and I love the names, Kingston and Princeton. How did you come to name the boys? Oh, yes. Okay, so Kingston was supposed to be my firstborn. He was supposed to be born on Valentine's Day, well, a day before Valentine's Day, which is my husband's dad and his, his birthday, and he had passed away, and his name was Winston. So... And he also has a brother that's called Winston. So we were thinking maybe we'll call him Winston. And then his birthday ended up, he ended up coming before um, Valentine's Day, before February 13th. He came on Christmas. So we were like, uh, in, in honor of his dad, we, we would name him Kingston because his dad is, was from Kingston, Jamaica. So oh, we perfect. named him Kingston. Yes, exactly. And then so now the second one, it's like, okay, it's a boy. He's a little prince. So 
Princeton, you know? So it just made sense. We were just like, okay, let's just go with it. And so they're like little twins now. <laughs> well, you know, how old, how old are they now? So uh, Kingston is two years old. He just turned two. And Princeton is going to turn one um, at the end of this month. Um, wow. March so you've 28th. got two babies. Yes. Yes, so, you know, I think one babies. of the things our readers, our listeners, uh, you know, will want to know is how do you cope with babies, a business, a husband? How do you balance oh, your yes. life? Uh, we do have a lot of help. So that is really good. And that's how we're able to work hard and everything. You need to have help. You can't do everything by yourself. You have to ask for help and don't think that you can do everything yourself. We have to have a nanny. We, we, we have to have that so we can be able to work hard in the business. But we also spend a lot of time with our kids as well. But we also want the kids to be taken care of because we work hard too. And we want like a great future for them. So it's it's a lot to juggle, but we, we, we make it work. We make it work. Well, obviously the business is growing and you're really uh, now your challenge of COVID. How did you cope with coming into people's homes or were you able oh, to do yes. that? Oh yes. So we informed them right away that we would be taking the safety precautions. We would have a mask, we would have gloves, we would uh, be distance apart. We made that known as soon as possible. And they were very happy about that because a lot of companies weren't doing that. And we also offered no contact, like they could have the items outside, we'll pick them outside. They didn't have to be inside. We offered many other things like that. So that was very helpful for a lot of the people because a lot of people had their immune systems were compromised. And so some will stay in a separate room while we take everything away. And we will talk like on video. If we needed to do an estimate, we would do like a video estimate and they would like go through everything. So it's not like so many people coming through their home. So we did that a lot. We used technology. Technology was, it was pretty great for us. Well, I think, you know, for all of us, we learn new ways to be able to be connected if not virtually, then electronically through Zoom. And we've become, I said, I've turned from a boomer into a Zoomer. A Zoomer, yes. <laughs> yes, you just have to keep innovating. Well, I think that's changing. what you've done. So what advice yes, would exactly. you give other women who would love to be as successful as you are? What advice would you give them? I would say don't get comfortable in any role that you're in always strive to keep growing if you had a career for i don't know 40 years or 30 years um don't be scared to like try a different passion like to do something different because what what can happen you could fail okay that okay you fail and you can get back up and try something else i think a lot of times fear holds people back or feeling that they're not good enough but like the thing is just having confidence just you know just fake it till you make it but the it will come with the action the action you have to do it you have to start before you're before you're ready. You can't say, oh, I'm going to do this when I'm ready, when I have this, this, you'll never do it. You just have to go up there and just do it. Before I was like nervous of public speaking and I didn't want to compete in the competitions. And I was like, what am I doing? Like go up there, stutter, be authentic, whatever, you know, and get your point across. 
prepare. You have to prepare too. But you know, your nerves will be there. It's natural. Is either you're excited. You, that tr- is is excitement. That's what it really is. That fear is really excitement. Just turn it on its head. You know, turn it on its head and think about like think about your family. Think about why you're doing it. Think about a bigger purpose. And you know, think about like people want to hear what you have to say. You know, just don't just make it about yourself. Like, you know, make it a mission for other people to hear your message and be inspired. Like you're helping someone else, you know? So I always look at it in that way when I'm, when, if I see fear starts to creep up and I'm like, nope, nope, not going to have it. Turn it on its head because it could be, there's a whole opposite to everything. Well, I think that's great wise information that you shared. And I know that that you keep going at it and keep using your own advice to continue to grow your business and your great success. So I want to thank you so much for having Cynthia Davis with us. Cynthia has a wonderful business called Scrap It. Yes. Another tip, build a network, you know, have a network, like-minded people, you know, people who are further ahead also bring other people who are who need help help them as well like helping and other people and be um have a lot of gratitude that's like a a really big thing like wake up with gratitude It, it really helps a lot to keep going what wonderful words of wisdom. So Cynthia, I wish you the very best to great success in your business Thank and you. with your beautiful, beautiful family. I think you're gonna have to keep going till you get a girl. Oh my gosh, I know. I I thought I thought about that today. Yes, I definitely would like a girl. So you you might see one coming on the way. <laughs> well, I had three bo- girls and then I had a boy, but I kept on oh, going. Wow. So yeah, keep I on going. I'll, I'll hit I hit four and that's that's it. <laughs> Wonderful. Good people should have good children. I'm so happy to have that chance to chat with you. Have a wonderful, wonderful evening. And from Victoria Schnepps to Cynthia Davis, our power woman today. Great talking with you. Have a wonderful, wonderful future for your business. Thank you for being with me. I appreciate it so much. Thank you. This is Vicki Schnepps signing off. Till next time. Bye. Bye.